Hey everyone, welcome to another great episode of the Smooth Business Growth Podcast where we share 15 minutes of fast-paced pure marketing strategies proven to move the needle in your business. So I'm your host and Captain Lindsay Phillips. I'm the founder of Smooth Sailing Business Growth where we help busy entrepreneurs attract and convert customers faster through powerful and consistent content marketing. In fact, if you go to smoothbusinessgrowth.com, you can download your social media roadmap to help you do just that. So, I mean, all of you entrepreneurs out there, you create all this great content, you, you know, to get more website traffic, but are you converting them to your e-list to get the opportunity to nurture and convert them? So that is a struggle that a ton of us face and, you know, don't have it all dialed in. So this is why I'm chatting with John McDonald. He's the founder of thegood.com, a conversion rate optimization firm that helps brands convert more of their existing website traffic into buyers. So let's set sail. Welcome aboard, John. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. Awesome. And so we were, you know, chatting beforehand, and I love that your company just focuses on the conversion rate optimizing. Um, I've never heard of that before, and but it's so crucial to dial that in. Um, so one of the things that I want to ask you, because um, I know all, like all over your website, you talk about subscriber conversion. So what exactly is that? Like, what do you consider a subscriber conversion? Well, I think any action that you want somebody to take on your site could be considered a conversion. True. So pretty generally, that, that's any action you want them to take, whether that's an email sign up or a form completion. Now, when you speak about conversion optimization, most people are rightfully so concerned mostly with the ultimate conversion of that purchase or you know the lead conversion of filling out the form to schedule an appointment to have a long, larger b2b conversation mm. for instance now signing up for a course or an email list or uh, you know downloading a white paper or a research report or some type of marketing content that is providing value enough to uh, have an exchange of information those are all conversion points now, yes, a lot of those we call micro-conversions, mm. right? What are the breadcrumbs that lead to that ultimate conversion of somebody having an exchange of monetary value, right? So, uh, you know, anything from an email sign-up to a social follow could even be considered a conversion, right? But really diving into the data to understand what are the micro-conversions that your site visitors take before they ultimately convert into a paying customer. Gotcha. And yeah, and then, so I, I like how you lay it out as a subscriber and then also kind of like micro conversions. Um, that helps differentiate it in my head. So that was helpful. Now, you know, some people think that once the person lands on the site, um, that the user experience, you know, is kind of secondary. Um, can you convince us otherwise? Well, that's all that we do here. So yes, uh -huh. I fully so. Um, so yeah, I think, you know, at The Good, we focus exclusively on optimizing conversion rates or improving that consumer experience once somebody lands on the site. And really why we decided to focus on that was because most people don't, yeah. right? 
think about this. There's a traffic generation or search engine marketing or SEO firm on every corner these days. And so it's really easy to find people to help you to drive traffic to your site. But there's very few good quality resources out there to help you convert those people from a visitor into a customer. And so why that's important? Well, you know, you spend a ton of money to drive all this traffic, right? And most people are very unhappy with their ROAS or return on ad spend. Mm-hmm. And, you know, who wouldn't want that to be a better return on what you're spending to drive all that traffic? So, you know, it's really important from that aspect. It's also important because, you know, you are driving people to your site with some intention, right? So they saw an ad, they heard about you from a friend, they heard you on a podcast ad, whatever it might be of how you're getting people to come to your site is really important. But then they're coming to your site thinking that your company can help solve their pain or their need. And so it's really important to very quickly address and help them to understand if you can solve that pain or need. And then secondly, as soon as they have determined that you can help them, you need to make it as quick and easy as possible to actually convert. And I think so many barriers unintentionally get put in the way. I like to say this a lot, but it's really hard to read the label from inside the jar. Oh, Think about this. I like that. Right? You built your website. You generated all the content that's up there. You know everything there is to know about your company. Right? Think about it this way. A new-to-file visitor, somebody who just clicked that ad, came to your site, what are they thinking? What are they doing on your site? What content are they engaging with? There's so much rich data and information there to be had that most people aren't even paying attention to. Yeah. And so do you, because we don't know what we don't know, and sometimes we can't see the forest for the trees. Mm -hmm. So are you, like, are there certain rules of thumb, so to speak? Are you able to analyze a website? And, like, how do you know if someone has a good user experience or not, I guess is what I'm getting at. Great question. Well, we like to make data-backed decisions and recommendations, And that's true conversion rate optimization. Again, tracking every click and movement that people are taking on your site to understand how they're engaging with your site so that you can understand where they're dropping off and and have those uh, clues to why that's happening. Now, there's really four key main types of data that you should be looking at. And we can talk about those really quickly. But the first is analytics, right? Everybody should have Google Analytics installed. Look, it's free. But understand Google Analytics is free because it's really set up to help you buy more ads, right? (laughs) Yeah. So understand that you may need to do a little bit of digging to get some really helpful information out of Google Analytics for improving your site. It's not hard. Now, there's a really great view that everyone should find and look at, and it's a view of what paths people are taking through your site and where they drop off. It looks like a big octopus where, like, you start on the left and it shows you an entry page. You can click on a link in there, and then it will show you the entire path that most people take through your site Hmm. and where they're dropping off at each step and what percentage drop off. That's really helpful insight because now you know – what pages people are deserting at. So you can go to those pages and say, okay, why are people deserting here? What are we not giving them that they were looking for? Why are they not converting? So you start asking questions, thinking about and having empathy 
for that new visitor who's coming to your site who doesn't know everything you know. So the first is analytics. The second is engagement data. And I'm talking about things like heat maps, yeah. maps right? Where are people uh, engaging on your site? How far down are they scrolling on every page? You can do scroll maps. Uh, you can also really easily these days do session recordings. So you can see where people's mouses are moving around on the oh, screen. Wow. Now a good tidbit is, and most people don't realize this on desktop, is that the vast majority of people, their eyes are following their cursor as it's moving around the screen. Yeah. Right? So that really helps you if you're doing heat maps based on cursor tracking. Uh, you can really see what type of content people are looking at on your site. And that's really, really helpful because it's almost sometimes even more helpful with what they're not engaging with. Totally. Right? Might be something there that's a blank spot in the heat map that you really want them to know and read and that you find helps conversions. So you can take all of that data about how people are engaging and you can rearrange your content on the page yeah. to make sure people are seeing the right content, uh, that your conversion points and call to actions are in the right place and understand what people are clicking on. I like to, there's one thing we always find in click maps and I, I like to call that rage clicking. This is where people will sit there and click <laughs> on something on the page that they think should be clickable, but it's not. And oh so my they God, that's hilarious. Be that. useful. Yes, that's so useful. Why, you know, give them what, give the people what they want. Make it clickable. Take them somewhere that they think that should go. Uh, the third piece of data is called user testing. Now, we actually have a pool of several hundred thousand trained testers, and these folks are all trained to talk out loud about the experience they're having on your site as we give them tasks to do. Now, we do this in a remote way, which means we have a tool set we use that records their screen and their audio. And so we can have them talking about what they're doing on the site and we can record all of that and look for common you know, similarities between all the tests. An easy way to do this, just take a laptop out to the street corner and tell people, you know, to say, hey, can I have your time for five minutes? I just want you to look at this website. I will give you a gift card or coffee or whatever it might yeah. be. And it's so easy and you'd be surprised. You'll get a lot of people that say no, but you'll get a lot that will say yes. And you really only need five people totally. before you're going to start seeing a lot of trends. Mm -hmm. And they're going to have the same questions. They're going to have the same concerns. Um, and you'll be able to fix those problems. But that's a great way to see outside the jar, right? And last, the fourth piece of data is A-B or split testing, mm -hmm. right? So now that you have all this data about how people are engaging with your site, where they're dropping off, what they're thinking, right? So you have that what they're doing and why they're doing it. You can now start to form some hypotheses around how to solve those problems. And you can then test those problems on your site using A-B testing. And this is actually over the past year has become pretty democratized. What I mean by that is it's darn near free. So you can use a tool, Google has a great one called Google Optimize. It's free to use. Mm -hmm. They want you to improve your website because that actually improves their search results, right? Which gets more yeah. people to buy ads and click on ads. So it's in their benefit. They love that people do this um, and they created a great tool for it. So, you know, you can easily, after you have all this data, hook up Google Optimize and start running some tests on your site. Maybe nice. it's re, you know, moving content around, which the tool set can help you do. And you don't really have to have any you know, experience, technical knowledge to use this tool set. It has a what you see is what you get editor, 
Yeah. Um, now you can dive a little deeper if you want to have a developer help you, et cetera. Um, but you know, you should be able to do a lot of these things yourselves, uh, swapping content, right? That yeah. You might find more engaging things of that sort are pretty easy to do in that tool. So those are four pieces of data. Everybody should really be looking at. Awesome. That was super useful. And yeah, and I knew about heat maps and I thought that was pretty cool, but not about the other uh, pieces. It's amazing what data you can get nowadays. It just blows right? my mind. <laughs> and it's so cheap. I mean, for heat maps, everyone who's listening should go and get a tool. It's called Hotjar, H-O-T-J-A-R. <laughs> I think it's $9 or $19 it's a month. Cheap. So cheap and it's so valuable, the data you're going to get back. Yeah, absolutely. And it's, it's those analytics and that data that uh, people kind of don't, slow down and stop enough to dive into those or they just feel intimidated by it okay i've got all these stats now what <laughs> right exactly the knowing what to do with it now i know you use the term um subscriber churn what does that mean and how can we mitigate it well subscriber churn is the number of people that you're continually having to replace so think about it generally on a monthly basis right so maybe you have 100 subscribers at the start of your month, how many of those are retained throughout that month and how many, right? right? So the churn is the percentage of people that you retain, or actually the churn is, is the opposite of that percentage of people you're losing each right. month, but your retention rate is how many you're keeping. Now, the goal here is to have the highest retention rate possible, right? You wanna retain your customers. So really, once you have that initial conversion, of getting them to become a subscriber, there's a couple things that you need to do. And I see this all the time. The first problem is that most people set unrealistic expectations just to get that first conversion. Right. Right. They want to get that sale and get them in the door. So they set unrealistic expectations. Somebody is in, they last a month or two and they say, really my expectations aren't being met because I almost feel like I was lied to or yeah. you know, whether that's not the intent. It's really just that, They've set some unrealistic expectations up front to get that conversion. So then the churn rate is too high. Right. Now, the problem with that is that you are going to spend a lot of money to replace those people as opposed yes. to keeping them. Right. So, um, you know, not making false expectations up front uh, or, you know, bad expectations. And then second is just make sure you're providing value. Right. And, and, you know, if you are, have an online course, you consistently have to be providing value. We have found the number one way to do that is just to engage with people individually. You could have a thousand or two thousand or ten thousand people signed up for your course, but you could do something. If you just go in and, and have a touch point with each person every month, mm -hmm. they're going to have a personal connection. And yeah. They're going to think twice about leaving at that point. Absolutely. Yeah. Nurturing and relationships within marketing is so important. So mm -hmm. yeah. And, and I've never really, it's never really been brought up in regards to retention. Yes. But like in subscriber churn and like, you're right. Like if you lose a bunch, like it's great that you brought in all these new leads, but if half of them leave and then you got to pay more money to bring more in kind of, it defeats the purpose. I agree. <laughs> it costs yeah, you more money. Um, yes, which is, you know, you could instead put that money into creating value for the for the visitors, yes. or the subscribers you already have, and that's going to take you a lot further. Absolutely. Um, 
yeah, the time goes by too fast here. So before we go, if there were uh, three things or two things that you think someone should absolutely do to increase their user experience and subscriber conversion, what would they be or some of the three biggest mistakes you might see? Yeah. So the first is start tracking all of that data that I yeah. mentioned. Okay. And then the second is don't just forget about it. Make sure you're reviewing that data on a regular basis. Set up a calendar event and to review that data at least once a week. I can tell you so many people that we work with, you know, come to us and they have some of that data tracked, but they haven't looked at it in years. Right. That's and then it's, so what's the point, right? Now, a lot of these tools, the third thing I would do is a lot of these tools allow you to push that data to your inbox. So it's in front of you on a regular basis. Even in Google Analytics, you can go in and have it automatically email your report on a whatever recurring oh, yeah, basis yeah. you want, right? So that's a great tool to, to, to make sure it's in front of you on a regular basis. Uh, the second thing around that is, you know, even with uh, things like heat maps, et cetera, you can have it notify you as soon as it has enough data to give you statistically relevant information. Yeah. And so it will pop back up into your, your inbox and then you'll make sure you're paying attention to it. That's true. And it's like, really, we all spend so much money and invest our time and our you know resources and money on content marketing on our website. It's like, you don't want to throw spaghetti on the wall and hope it sticks. You, mm -hmm. you want it to work. So taking that time to review the data, understand it, and then take action steps based on it. Um, I didn't think you'd have to look at it every week, but <laughs> yeah, it <laughs> really should be more than week. we are. Well, here, here's the goal is to understand the trends. Yeah. And if you're true. not looking at it on a regular basis, you won't see those trends. You won't yeah. start to see each week. Oh, I'm seeing people drop off at this point or I'm seeing right. this, you know, we publish this type of content and it's producing really, really well for us. Um, you know, you really need to know what's going on. I, we have folks who look at data here for our clients on a daily basis. Right. And, yeah. You know, so the more you can do it, the better. That's awesome. Perfect. I love focusing on conversion. So I'm going to have to have you back another time to dive into. I had like four other questions that we didn't even get a chance well, to get to. to. <laughs> yeah, we can certainly do a round two. I know. So we we're going to talk about pop-ups and that's almost its own topic. Yes, definitely. <laughs> awesome. So where can people find you and, uh, and learn more about how you can help them and find some great resources? Sure. So uh, visit our website. It's thegood.com, T-H-E-G-O-O-D.com. So pretty simple. And then the best thing you could probably do is sign up for our weekly insights. Uh, these are helpful articles that dive pretty deep on each of the points I mentioned mm -hmm. today. And uh, we produce uh, you know, some really helpful educational content on a weekly basis. It's completely free. There's never a sales pitch in it. It's all about just helping people. Our goal really here, our mission at The Good, is to remove all of the bad online experiences nice. until only the good ones remain. And so if we can help do that through producing great content, that's always been uh, a good piece of, of uh, value for us. So you can go and sign up for there, uh, for our emails. Uh, just click Insights in the top navigation take you to view all of those and sign up to get them uh, be announced each Tuesday morning first to the email list. So that's a great place to start. Perfect. Perfect. Well, thank you so much for enlightening us and, uh, and inspiring us to check out our data. <laughs> I appreciate it. Yes, of course. Thank you for having me. I really do appreciate it.
Awesome. So this week's 15-minute cruise to move the needle in your business, folks, has come to an end. Thank you again for uh, John McDonald to join me on the podcast and share um, how to optimize our conversion rates. So if you're looking to achieve faster growth through content marketing and sales funnels, look no further than smoothbusinessgrowth.com. So have a profitable and productive week, folks, and may the winds always be at your back. 